uh, Monday night, 7.06. You already know what it is. Just a bit outside radio show. I am your host, Keisha. And to my far left, as always, my main man in the building, Mark Foster. What it do? What it do? What it do? It does. How's it going? Hey, holiday weekend. Three-day weekend. Big, big fun. Big chill. You got three days? Yeah. I had to take today off. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you ran off today? Nope. All right, all right. Hey, guys, outsiders, as you can see right here next to me, we have a young gentleman <laughs> here, a super athlete, if you will, my man, my friend. Uh, we've known each other for a little while now. Yeah. A little yeah. something, something <laughs> about, yeah. uh, you know, 10 years, <laughs> something like that. Something <laughs> been about that long. Uh, Mr. Kane Walker, what's going on, homie? Uh, I'm doing fine, you know. It's another day, another dollar. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's what's up. And this gentleman right here is a triathlete outsiders. Yes, this is not your everyday run-of-the-mill athlete right here. We have a triathlete in the building, and he's going to tell us about his story, his journey, and what's in store for him in the near future. Um, but before we get into all of that... Well, how was your weekend? Uh, my <laughs> my weekend was actually pretty interesting. Um, I actually had probably my last triathlon of the season this past weekend. Okay. I still I still have another race, but this was my last like swim bike run race of the season and um yeah, the rest of the weekend was just kind of just chill. Right. So. Okay. Cool. Cool deal. I can't wait to talk more about this. This uh this this sport that I'm like really <laughs> this is one sport that I can't say that I'm an expert on so you know I'm very interested and I'm, I know Marcus too very excited to talk about uh, everything that you've been doing but uh, yesterday outside as we had a game go down yesterday was what Sunday right yeah Sunday Sunday yeah. Ravens were in town taking on the Bengals in the AFC North division matchup it was a um I was kind of surprised but it was a pretty exciting game right from the start. Right, oh. right, <laughs> and the Bengals. I mean, they they're still winless, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and you know the funny thing about this game, and actually about the Bengals was, I Mark, I don't know if this thought ever crossed your mind, but you know, I was thinking for a little while, for a quick minute, that they might be tanking their season. <laughs> you think so? I, you know, I thought so up until up until this game. I mean, you know, I was like, man, you know, Ravens, they probably win by two touchdowns. This is going to be a walk in the park. Bengals are horrible, which they are, you know. But I mean, they came up putting up a putting up a serious fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like if you look at all but the last two minutes of the game and all but the first play of the game, mm-hmm. the Ravens like dominated, mm-hmm. but the, the the Bengals did enough to keep them. What, it was seven points difference, six point yeah, difference? Yeah, yeah, what was it? Um, I think it was what? 17, 17 23. 23, yeah, yeah. Uh, brightest spot of the uh, whole game, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. You know, big game, uh, making history, you know, breaking necks, cashing checks, you know what I mean? He was doing it on foot in the air. Again, uh, I think he became the first quarterback in uh, NFL history to – Throw for over 200 yards and run for over 150. Yeah. I believe. I mean, he was just unstoppable. Or, or was the Cincinnati Bengals defense just that horrible? 
A little bit of both? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to discredit the brother. I mean, yo, he's just been fantastic. I, I, how do you feel about his performance um, so far up into the season? Now, if you think about it, last year, uh, six games in, we pretty much we had the same exact record. We were four and two. Yep. Um, different quarterback, you know, uh, as we all know, Joe Flacco, who's out there in Denver right now, struggling mightily. Feel so, I kind of feel bad for him because he's got a raw deal out there. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, Joe Flacco four and two, uh, Lamar Jackson four and two. Um, you know, how, how do you feel about Lamar and the Ravens thus far? Lamar is right there, MVP. I'd say in the race and the in the in the talks. Um, the Ravens, man, like the secondary, they had another injury this week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much that the defense just needs to tighten up on, and it's scary with the uh, the caliber of opponents that they have coming up. Yeah, I was gonna say next two games. I know one of them is against the Patriots. Um, I can't remember who we play this Sunday. Seahawks. Seahawks. Yes. Yes, Seahawks. And, you know, those are very two formidable opponents. Um, yes, the Seahawks struggled a little bit yesterday against the Browns, but, you know, with the Browns, you never know what you're going to get. And the Browns do have a pretty decent defense. Yep. Um, and, of course, you know, New England Patriots, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Um, he's He's been doing what he's been doing all season. <laughs> you know, it's it's business as usual over there in New England. They don't have the the toughest schedule right now, though. They don't. They have they... the toughest division. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah, Dolphins are a bad Jets. Jets pulled out a pretty decent win yesterday against the Cowboys, though. So, you know, and, and maybe towards the end of the show we can talk a little bit about that. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, do uh, let, let, you want to give Lamar just a, a little grade, uh, a, to, a to F? Um, thus far on on uh, the season? Uh, on the season or the game? On the season. On the like season? progress thus far. Like, you know, judging from what your expectations were, you know, up to his performance right now, has he met them? Has he not? Oh, he's he's exceeded them, I'd say, because he was a sophomore season. Uh, I'd say right now it's a solid B+. Plus. Okay. You know, he, he had those uh, three picks a week ago. Mm-hmm. And he definitely rebounded and, uh, you know, showed that they, he wasn't going to let it affect him. So, you know, he's doing good. And like I said, he'd have bad games. He did. Came back from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. You know, uh, and, you know, you said you can kind of take him seriously when it comes to MVP talks and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, like I said, he broke a broke a record yesterday. Um, the first game, uh, did he not break the record the first game? I think he did with the with The, the touch- first game, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I, I like the B-minus, but I'm going I'm to I'm up that. I'm going to raise you just a little bit because, I mean, you said B-plus, right? B-plus. Yeah, I'm still going to raise you a little bit because I'm, I'm going to go with the A-minus on that because, um, <clears throat> yeah, the Ravens are 4-2 last year, same point. You know, this year 4-2, but the wins feel a little bit different. You know what I mean? Like the team, the vibe, yeah. everything feels a little more, a little different. You know, there, there's there's a swag there. There's a confidence there. You know, I can, at at this point in the season, I can confidently say, I mean, yeah, circumstances, everything was different last year, but I can confidently say this year, yo, AFC North is in the bag for the Baltimore Ravens. You know, I don't necessarily know if we could ever say that with <laughs> Joe Flacco on the center. You think even if uh, Joe was still the the QB, we would 
be able to... Uh, Given the circumstances, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Considering Pittsburgh's on their third-string quarterback. Yeah. Do I think our record, our ending record, would be as good? No. 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 Yeah. Because, you know, these these tight games, uh, Cincinnati is a, is a perfect example. We usually lose to them. Yeah. You know, bad. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I mean, they have a history of having our number. You know what I mean? I mean, this game with Joe Flacco in the center could have gone a lot differently. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I think that's the, the big difference maker um, right there. And, and, and it's Lamar, you know. And, um, you know, I like how they how they're using him. They're not sticking to one specific formula game in and game out. They're changing it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, so it makes it very difficult to prepare for him. I mean, his skill set makes it very difficult to prepare for the Ravens. Uh, and I'm going to leave that to our outsiders um, also. You know, um, on the feed, if you guys want to give your grade for Lamar and the Ravens up through six games, please do, man. And, and we'll chop that up um, throughout the show. But uh, what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a quick little uh, commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to chop it up with the man of the hour right here, <laughs> Mr. Kain. <laughs> so don't go anywhere. Just a bit outside. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back to Just a Bit Outside. I'm your host, Keisha, in the building. Manta Ray Record Studios. <laughs> As always, thanks to the main man, Mike, behind the glass, engineering that shit. Hey, and if you guys ever need any type of recording, hip-hop music, whatever, podcast, listen, come and holler at Mike. Come and holler at me. Yo, we will put you on. And that's real. <laughs> All right. Now, as I said, man of the hour. You no longer have to wait. My man, Kain Walker, is in the building. And this man is a triathlete. <laughs> Yo, he is a god amongst men. <laughs> Watch out, LeBron James. <laughs> Watch out, Messi. <laughs> Watch out. Who's, who's the hot? Juan Soto. He's pretty hot right now. <laughs> Yo, we got him in the building. How you doing, man? I'm I'm doing fine. You know, chill. Okay, all right. So come on, tell us about tell us about you. Like where you from? Everything. Give us um, the details. <laughs> so 
I was born in Albany, New York, but I've been in Baltimore most of my life, and I I grew up in um I grew up in Town, like further down, closer to uh closer to like I'm trying to think yeah closer to like Carroll County. Okay. And um I was there for a while, and then we moved around, and we like went back to California for a while, then we came back, and um yeah, but I I've been in I've been in Baltimore like most of my life. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Um, so, um, so you're here now, mm-hmm. and uh, so you're a triathlete. So, just tell us exactly what you do. Okay. <laughs> so, a triathlon involves a swim, a bike, and a run, and it comes in four different distances, going from like a sprint distance, which is like half mile swim. 12 mile bike ride and a 5k to an Ironman which is like a 2.4 mile swim a 112 mile bike ride and then a marathon all the way at the end dig it dig <laughs> it. That, that's uh Mark <laughs> now you know I've done my little bit of running and whatnot. Now I can't even like running in itself is to me is just like a, a serious feat now adding two other sports on top of that is just absolutely <laughs> like amazing and honestly what made you get into this i mean like did did you did you run track in high school uh did you play any other sports when you were younger i mean how does one say all right this is what i want to do you know <laughs> well um actually i like i joined a swim team like I've been swimming all my life. I've just been in the water, and I joined a swim team my junior year of high school, and I did that for a little while. But the next year didn't work out, and we didn't have enough people to do it. So then I joined a track team, and I did that like the whole year. Did cross country one time. Was really good at it. And then my dad, you know, I think he had seen the. I don't think it was. I think it was the 2012 Olympic Games. He was watching the triathlon. It was his first time seeing one of the races, and he saw this really awesome athlete known as Alistair Alistair Brownlee, like mm-hmm. really excellent triathlete from Great Britain. And he was like, "Kai, you, you swim and you run and you 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 could do it. You just got to get a bike." And so at that point in time, I was like just finishing up high school, you okay. know, and I did summer track and I loved that and then like right after that there was a local swim like a club swim team in my area and I joined that and I did that for like a good three years uh it was pretty tough because at the time I joined I was 18 and I was put like immediately in like the fastest swim heats because these are kids who've been swimming since they were like well swimming on a team since they were like eight and I was competing against these kids but yeah I like I persevered I did that for a while and I got a little rinky dink bike and I practiced (laughs) on that and um yeah from there uh I met uh I met this guy named Dale Stolly. He's uh he's my coach okay. at this present moment and he got me this really nice bike and he's been training me and it's it's been really awesome and ever since that point I started traveling out and doing like more races and uh it's uh it it's it's been pretty dope. Uh <laughs> a lot of people know me as like that one like pro amateur brack brack black triathlete right and so it's it's been pretty dope 
So let me ask you this. What was it like for you when you were first getting started? I mean, like, you know, oh first getting God. out there, you know, like you said, you started at 18, you know, and you were dealing with a lot of different, you know, athletes that were, I guess, more seasoned and experienced than you were. I mean, I can imagine that can be pretty intimidating for you. Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was really nerve wracking. Uh, I think before I did my actual first triathlon, um, I did like an indoor one that was like no competition. It was just all about endurance and you know, that went pretty well, but there was no real competition. It was kind of like for fun. And so when I got to my first actual race and I'd never done like an open bike down a road somewhere, I've never, like I'd never done that. It was uh, it was really, really quite terrifying. I always have a tendency <laughs> to get really anxious at races because it's like I'm somewhere between really, really wanting to win and I'm somewhere at the point where I'm like, I really don't want to lose. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so uh, my first race actually, it, it went really well. I had like I had I, like I had the fastest run time and I beat some dude out. Uh, I beat some like college coach who's like a really excellent runner. Like I beat him out. Um, I ended off the race with like a seventeen oh five five k time. Wow. Wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Mark. He's like, shit. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was. Uh, it was really awesome. And I um, like that was. Uh, that was kind of when my coach realized, like, oh my god, you should like, you should really, really train and like, really take it seriously. You know. Um. At the time, I wasn't like a super strong biker. I'm actually still not a super strong biker, but I think I was like, I won my age group and I think I placed like 22nd, but everybody saw that run time and they were like, Jesus. And I was, <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was, I was kind of flabbergasted myself. So uh, I kind of just kept it rolling from there. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. So, um, Let's let's talk a bit. So you know you're you're into you know you just getting your feet wet and everything. Let's talk a little bit about like your regimen and how you train. Um, first, what's what's your training like? Mm, uh, okay. So I tend to do like a whole lot of mixing things together. Like I'll try to do a certain distance swimming and then I'll do a run. Every once in a while, I'll isolate a leg. Like today, I did a couple mile repeats. I didn't have a whole lot of time, so I did a couple mile repeats. But usually, what I'll do is I'll do like, let's say, a two mile swim. Then I'll go out and I'll run three to five miles. Or I'll bike 12 and then run three miles. Or bike 24 and run a 10K. Every once in a while, I have a really long day where I do like... I'd say like seven to thirteen miles, but that's like here and there, just 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 for endurance, you know. Like I'm not trying to go all out. I'm trying to just when though when I get to those those points where I'm going very 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 long, I try to either just ease out or I try to go under like maybe six thirty pace, which is like you know pretty just like chill, but. Otherwise, yeah, it's it's all about um it's all about doing the legs one after another, so you know what it feels like when you get out of the water or when you get off your bike. You know, you have to do the legs, you know, with each other. You can't be afraid. <laughs> you mustn't be afraid to do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, what about core? Do you do a lot of core exercises? 
Um, I used to do a whole bunch. I'm I'm trying to get back into it because coming off the swim team, I actually had a really really strong core, mm-hmm. so I didn't I didn't focus on it as much. But now I um I do. But when I do go hit the gym and hit some weights. I tend to work on like my lats, my shoulders, my triceps, mm-hmm. everything I use to like pull the water forward. And then as for my legs, I work on like my calves and my thighs and, you know, um, but I try not to do it too excessively. Dig it. Dig it. Is there a lot of weightlifting involved? Uh, I try to keep it minimal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, two reasons is because like, Really, I gotta work on my cardio. I need, I need cardio. I mean, muscle is important, but it's cardio is like the biggest thing, especially when you're going up distance. And plus, I really, I cannot stand weightlifting. But that's, <laughs> that's just, that's really just me. You know, it's, it's not a bad thing to have when mm-hmm. your workouts. Yeah. So, um, so of course you, you got the, uh, I guess like the physical stamina aspect. Um, what about like the nutritional aspect? Do you have like a nutrition nutritionist or is there like a certain regimen you follow with that? Or, you know, are you like a pizza every Friday kind of guy? <laughs> I am know? not even going to lie to y'all. <laughs> I, uh, I tend to eat a lot of like whatever I want. <laughs> and, um, well, lately I've been trying to, um, like for a while I went vegetarian and and I had really good results. That mm-hmm. was um like around that time I was going vegetarian and I I um I actually had an injury in my leg and I did this 5k and I like PR'd at 16 I think 53. I I was PR me. I got I got a like personal record like I made okay, okay, I made okay. my best time <laughs> and that was that was super awesome. And I was like, man, being vegetarian is the stuff. And it's like, <laughs> it like right after that, I kind of stopped. I was like, okay, no more of that. Cause I, 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 I was convinced that I needed the protein. So protein. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I, um, I try to stay away from like beef. I've always stayed away from pork. Um, when I was actually being brought up my, uh, my parents, uh, they did not allow me and my sister to eat beef or pork we could only eat like chicken and fish and that's mainly what we did so i i'm i kind of try to stick to that now i mean i mm-hmm. i've had a bit more beef in my diet as of recently but <laughs> dig it i try to stay away from that and like fried chicken i try to eat more fish now more vegetables <laughs> honestly probably after this i'm gonna probably i mean probably gonna go get a pizza it's gonna be a cheese pizza <laughs> it's gonna be a cheese pizza <laughs> but it's going to be a pizza because I love pizza. It's my favorite food. I love pizza. Oh, my God. We can <laughs> hang out anytime because that's my shit, too. No, I talk about pizza all the time. Oh, my God. Yes. Pizza is not a thing. She's a pizza connoisseur. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it has all the, like, it has a dairy. It has a starch. It has a vegetable. Yo, it's the whole shit in one I package. Know. I, I mean, say that all the time. <laughs> okay. All right. Now we got to go just a bit outside real fast. Okay. Right, okay. So, okay. Okay. All right, so you like the pizza and everything. Where what are like two or three of your favorite pizza spots? Oh my here? god, don't do don't do me like this. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm not even ready for the explosion if you <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm trying to think. Uh I know there's there's one spot. There's like Joe Squared. Okay. I went there and I only went there one time and I've wanted to go back since then. And I love their pizza and I think it's it's like it's just top tier like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no games being played mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um 
there's this spot actually right next to my coach's house called Seasons Pizza. Their pizzas are. Oh, seasons. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, he knows uh, his shit. Yeah, he knows oh, his shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, oh, which which seasons is that? Um, it's the one on. I can't think of the road, but it's like it's like in the Dundalk area. Okay. All yeah, right. I, okay. 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 I, I I suck with navigation, so yeah, like knowing yeah, yeah, roads yeah, yeah. and stuff. I. I think that what is that uh, Eastern Avenue? Is it? Eastern I recognize Avenue? that name. Yeah, yeah, it might be Eastern Avenue. That's not too far from my job. I go there. I go there quite often. They have a okay. margarita pizza. That's just. It's... Really. Okay, I'm going to have to try that. I'm going to have to try that one. All right, give me one more. You got one more pizza spot that you like? Mmm, you know what? Um, There's one pizza spot that's, like, near and dear to my heart that, like, probably almost no one knows. Oh. Uh, I know there was one. There's one spot on Reisterstown that's, um, it's called Pizza Man. There's, like, a thousand spots in Baltimore named Yo, Pizza Man. Yo, um... Okay, so that, I think that's uh, what Rochestown and like Old Court. Yeah, Rochestown. Over by the giant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have this cheesy pizza. I have a whole story about that place. I got. I almost got into a fight with my friend, cause like, <laughs> I, <laughs> because they took the pizza, and I swear on my life, I swear on my life, they want. They were in the back of the kitchen, and they wanted us to fight, so they cut the pizza into seven slices. Who does that? Who cuts the pizza into a, into an odd number? <laughs> Who does that? How I, do you do that? That's crazy. I don't know. Right, right. Okay, that's a violation right there. <laughs> oh, my God. It it got rough. I walked out <laughs> on him. It's, it's a whole story, but yeah. I love pizza. <laughs> Yo, let, me, let me ask you this. Hey, okay, so uh, LeBron James has a has a pizza. <laughs> Look at Mike's like, here we go. LeBron James has a pizza spot. It's called Blaze. Okay? Yo. Blaze is hitting. You got if you have not had that yet, you've got to check that shit out, man. I've had Blaze. My sister put me on, and ever since then, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's that freaking spot, okay, yo. Okay, okay. But they closed it down. There was a... I know they closed the joint. Down. It's, it's, they moved. You I think Pratt? it's one out in Towson now. Yes. Towson now yes, yes, yes. They closed the one down on Pratt, y'all. I, I was like so hurt. Uh, I think it was last week. I was coming from work or something, and and. One of my pizza guys, the dad make my pizza, he's like a squeegee boy. And I'm like, dude, what the hell is going on? He's like, yo, they closed Blaze. And I'm like, oh, my God. I had, like, I felt like a little Heart piece of my right, soul just, you know, jumped out of Stormtrooper. Like, yo, it, it, it was crazy, yo. Like, I was just, I literally deflated in my car. And how many times have you been to Towson since then now? I haven't. <laughs> I, and, you know, I, I'm so hurt. I feel like I'm cheating on the non-existent Pratt Street location if I go to Towson. <laughs> like, yo, it's that so spot, hurt. yo. Yo, yes. It was the spot. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Well, let's get back inside. Let's get back okay. inside. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was something that you said when you talked about the pizza places. You said you were bad at navigation. How does that factor in <laughs> when you're doing the triathlons? Oh, oh my. Okay, um... That's actually, oh, that's a whole story in itself. I've had moments where I've actually got lost on course. Um, oh! There, that's a whole story in itself. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've, uh, I've had, I've had races where I've actually gone on court, gone off course. I've gotten DQ'd once for, yeah. Well, what race was that? Um, so there's this race in Delaware at, uh, I think it was like, it's, it's in Bear, Delaware, like some, uh, Lums Pond. And basically, uh. So I've actually, I've raced this race and I've okay. worked this race. Okay. And so the people, 
<laughs> the people who uh, set up these races, now every time they like set up the courses, they try to make sure there's arrows and all this accurate stuff, and they, they call it, they call it Kai-proof. Okay. Because, <laughs> because one time I... I was like, I was running, I was, I was busting my ass. I'm like, oh, I was going hard and and deep, and I was just going, I was going, and there was this spot, and there was supposed to be like, there's supposed to be like a duathlon turnaround, which is like just a run and a bike, and there's a you know regular race turnaround, and the dudes, they told me to go straight. I swear they told me to go straight, and I was supposed to like go into the forest. I was supposed to take a right instead and, like, go into the woods and come back out and then go straight, but I just went straight and, like, two dudes followed me and also got DQ'd. That was pretty funny. Oh, uh, <laughs> I know. Were they hot with you? Like, oh, they like, were... like, dude, you shouldn't have followed me anyway. Yeah, they were, they were kind of, like, fair and, like, they weren't catching me. So, uh-huh. I mean, like, that was their chance <laughs> to, like, like, back off. But, you know, they followed me like, you know, maybe they were, but they weren't. <laughs> so they followed me we all got DQ'd and they're like I don't know how you missed that turn Kai so now they always talk about being Kai proof and you know I, yeah it That's happens hilarious. That's oh yeah hilarious. yeah sometimes like they'll be yelling at me like left left and I'm like right <laughs> okay left okay good cool cool beans we're, we're good so um, when you when you do like these different events, are the the terrains do they vary or are they all pretty like strictly standard like across um, the board? For the most part, it's usually like flat roads, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's in the woods and like you know like sometimes it's very cross country ish 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 ish. Okay. You okay. know, and those are usually. I'd say the funnest races. Really? really? Yeah. I mean, like, it's hard to navigate on that terrain, and it's dangerous <laughs> at that. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, what kind of things do you, uh, you say it's dangerous, what kind of things can you encounter all day? Um, just, like, like if the people don't clean the course properly, or, mm-hmm. like, there's there usually be, like, tree branches out, mm-hmm. and, like, the terrain mm-hmm. is rocky, and so you might step down, and it won't just be, like, flat ground. You might step down and come down like this. Right, right, right. And, you know, right, I've right, seen, right. like, people, like, like twist their ankle and all types of stuff. I just happen to <laughs> be lucky and have like some really like strong ankles, but like I have a couple friends that got some soft little ankles and they just <laughs> injured themselves. Yeah, yeah, it it dig can. It. Uh, hmm? I said, dig it, dig it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you talk? Let's talk a little bit about like your equipment. You said, um, so you, you do biking a lot. What kind of uh, what kind of bikes have you had? And um, you know what's your what's your favorite? Um, so I've only had I've only had three so far. Okay. Well, technically I have four. Okay. So um, all all of them given to me except for one. Nice. And so yeah, and so I have my first bike, which is like a little like city like, you know, BS bike. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even think of the brand. It was some like I think it was like Kent or something like that. Just a little steel frame. And you competed you know. with it. Um, I never, well, actually, I never really got the chance to compete with this bike. Okay. I, I was going to, but at the time, like, somebody else gave me a different bike, so this, my second bike was a, um, it's a giant. It's, like, a red, old, like, time trial giant bike, and it's, it's like, really light. It was my first aluminum, fl- like, flame, flame, aluminum frame bike, uh-huh. and... It's like when you get a bike that light, you just kind of like 
you like bench press and do all types of stuff with it because it was it's like super light. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, yeah, from there, I was using that one and I loved it and I wanted to like bike through the city with it, but I had my other bikes. So I just used that through the city because I never wanted this bike to get stolen or anything. Mm-hmm. And I stuck with that for a while. And then um, eventually I had to change the pedals and get... Uh, I had to change the pedals to like clip-in pedals so I could get, you know, clip-in shoes. Um, for cycling, they have these shoes, you know, where you kind of step in it and your foot just stays on. It's a- yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually really, really extra dangerous because if you fall and your foot's locked in, I mean, there's just so much risk. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which I, I've experienced, but really, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, the it- first. Hmm? Yeah, good. <laughs> you know, the the first time you get on your bike and you have to clip in, you know, um, you have to figure out which which side you're good on. And so the first time I was like, I'm gonna get on with my right foot. And then like I would get on with my right foot, but I'm so used to leaning like on my right instead of having it on the pedal that I like fell over like a thousand times. <laughs> I've fallen over on hills. A dude in traffic, freaking like. He was going forward, and then he just stepped on his brake, and I'm, I have the clippings, and I'm like, and so it's dangerous because you can't just step off your pedal. But um, <laughs> anyway, that was that was a side topic, but um, that was close to the time that I did my first Ironman. Okay. And at the time, my coach he had this like he had this bike he was trying to sell, like a really really like good felt bike. It's all black and it has arrow bars. <laughs> um, you guys want a history lesson on? Yeah, on... yeah, come okay. on, bring it. Okay, okay. Um, so you have you have like I believe three different pairs of handlebars. Three, I think there's maybe a fourth one, but I'm not sure what it's called. So you have regular handlebars that go like this. Uh huh. And then you have drop bars which go like this, and you're supposed to hold them. And what they do, they're they're more aerodynamic, so you can lean forward like this. Okay. And then you have arrow bars which are freaking terrifying and you're supposed to hold it like this and sit like this and be like this and it hurts your back and you you probably want to scream kind of like rest on your elbows yeah yeah Uh it's so it's so you know it's so you're more aerodynamic as the as the name says yeah and so that that bike was um that bike was like the first like bike I had with arrow bars and I've been using it since and he swears to God he's gonna sell it but I use it every time. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, those those are the three main bikes. I did acquire another bike from the same person who gave me my red bike, but it has to be fixed up so I never use it. Okay, all right. <laughs> well listen, man, you on a roll, you're doing real good. But we're gonna take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, where he'd like to go and what he's about to, you know, what he's got on his plate coming up. So, you guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Just a bit outside.
Alright, welcome back. Just a bit outside. I'm your host Keisha. Got Mark, got Kain in the building talking about biking, swimming, running. We doing the <laughs> damn thing. You know, throwing it up up in here. Um, talking about pizza. Man, this dude is like, oh he can God. come anytime. A, <laughs> next time you come, I'm going to have a big, greasy-ass pizza just sitting right here. Oh, you my know? God. Like, after, Yo. after your next race, you got to come back and tell us about it, and, and we'll just, oh, yeah. you know, eat pizza. And... Do it live at the pizza place. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we go yeah, live somewhere. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, hell yeah. So let's get back on track with our interview and everything. Like I said, you guys, we have Kareem Walker in the building. He is a triathlete, yes. Like I said, he is a god amongst men because I don't know anybody else with the stamina that can do what he does. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. And, you know, we were just talking about, you know, you were just about to say um, offline, you said you didn't, uh, when you first got into this or when you, you know. Oh, yeah, um... Yeah, I've been I've been doing this for about three years. This being my third year, and the first two years, you know, like I was doing, especially like that first race, like I I was like, oh my god, I did really well. Like I keep training, I'll I'll do really great. And those first two years were like, you know, really cool years. Um, I started getting more into longer distance races the second year than I did an Ironman, and then uh, this third year, I I I got the chance to go to nationals. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely <laughs> a wake up call, mm-hmm. and um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's been, it's been really, it's been really tough since then, because that, you know, that was really daunting. But at the same time, it made me want to work much, much harder than I had before, and it's made me realize so many things and like realize just how, 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 how difficult it is at the top level because you know. Uh, and at at amateur at amateur levels it's 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 uh it's like it's you can find some fast people but usually you're not dealing with the fastest people like you know i do i do a lot of races through kinetic multi sport mm-hmm. and i usually play somewhere from top 15 to top 5 okay. overall and i always win my age group like i've only had maybe twice maybe three times where i didn't win my age group and usually i got second Mm -hmm. and uh so you know i had this i had this whole mindset going into this like um you know i'm just gonna keep training i'm gonna i'm gonna kill it you know and uh this year all that to say this year has definitely been like a, a really like a learning experience because you know uh there's a lot of really, really scary dudes out there. Like, <laughs> oh my! There's scary some, like how? Uh, there's just some dudes that do really unbelievable stuff. Like, <laughs> like uh, there's I know there's this there's this uh, there's this friend of mine that I train with that came all the way out from Canada. Actually, he made it onto Team Canada for the triathlon team. Wow! Yeah, yeah, really, really excellent, really cool dude, Michael. Awesome guy awesome dude and um yeah he's he's terrifying like <laughs> i mean he's so talented and he's so gonna and it, it, it's funny because he he looks at me and he's like man you know you could like just just keep going you're you're so good and i'm like man michael i don't know man you're, you're freaking scary i mean he just he recently you know he recently did iron man maryland for the first time just to give you guys a perspective now, 
given I had I had only two months to prepare to do Iron Man Maryland. Right. But my time was, from what I remember, was like 12, I think 39, 12 okay. hours and 39 minutes. Yeah, I, I saw the sun. Uh, I saw the sun come up, and I saw it go down. <laughs> so That's serious. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was tough. It was it was very very tough. And um, you know that was uh, that was uh, I think that was also like my first time doing a marathon, and that was that was a hell of a time to do it with like a swim and a bike behind it. And so getting back to the point. Michael just did his first Ironman Maryland. You want to know how fast this dude just did this race? <laughs> you know how fast this man? And he wasn't even satisfied. He was actually pissed. He <laughs> he did it in nine hours. Wow. Yeah, in nine hours and I think 37, 38 minutes. I mean, it was somewhere around there. I mean, like, stupid fast. The only thing that he didn't beat me on as far as time was the swim. Okay. Everything else, he was he he destroyed the bike. Oh my god, and he destroyed. He he did really good with the run, and so all that to say, like, there's some really crazy athletes out there. Where is uh, Iron Man Maryland? Though? Where is that uh, competition located? Uh, it's where does in it take place? it's in Cambridge, Maryland. Okay. okay. So it's That's where... down close to well, going towards like the Eastern Shore. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Nice. So, um, so what what races or what competitions do you have coming up, or if do you have any competitions? I actually only have one more race in my season. Usually around now, people start cooling down because it's getting cold outside. Uh, What's what is the typical, um, I guess, triathlete season when it goes from like when to when? It goes from May to I'd say like no, I'd say April to like October. April and October, so I mean, there's, you know, you could be potentially be dealing with some cold weather during those times. Have you ever, you know, competed in, in, you know, <laughs> colder? Is that is that a question? Is that a real question? Okay. So tell me about that, man. <laughs> actually, the the past two weekends, um, actually the past three weekends, I was at a triathlon. Every week in the past three weekends, mm-hmm. I actually still have um, I had to pull my pull my shirt up, stupid tight sleeves. But I was actually at a at a race last week, and so I actually have the numbers still on my arm. Nice, nice. yeah, and um, yeah, that second weekend was the Baltimore Triathlon. Okay, uh, it's uh. The water was about sixty six degrees, <sighs> if I remember right. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. So mm. what does it feel? Okay, so you know you in this race and then you hit that water at like I would imagine full speed. What does that feel like? Does <laughs> I mean, your body? What is it called? Anaphylactic <laughs> shock? Do you go? Do you? What is it? Anaphylactic. <laughs> intergalactic shock. Intergalactic <laughs> shock. Yeah, that's what it's called. I just I get a lot of intergalactic shock. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, it's what I do, uh, <laughs> but um, uh, how do you prepare yourself for that, or you just don't? You just you just do it. oh yeah, you just don't like. There's the moment right before the race where you think about your whole life and what you're gonna have for dinner, <laughs> and maybe like that one girl or guy you wanted to talk to, and like maybe the sandwich you had, and and then like right past that, you're in race mode, and everything is race and fast and race right. and go and fast. And so, um, 
you know, I just, I, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of don't think about it. I also, at the time, was wearing a wetsuit that yeah. was, like, covering, like, all of this down to right. my ankles. Right. So that was awesome. But, um, yeah, you just, you just don't think about it. I mean, if you're serious and you're in the zone and you want a place, you just, you just go, like, you know, I, I, um, I was in a wave of dudes and I just knew I was going to be in front of them and I was. Mm -hmm. And so I just went and the thing I had to, you know, the thing I had to think about is like, can I see the buoys? Um, I wear glasses, obviously. Right. And so my goggles have prescription in them so that I can see and they'll fog up. And so, you know, because the water was so cold and my body was getting so warm because I'm sitting here just, you know, just swimming back, you know, right, right, back and right. forth. So uh, I, I couldn't see and I had to see the buoys. And so I had to like peek up and look and, you know, whole time. <laughs> I'm swimming in 66 degree water. That shit's crazy. But yeah, but you don't think about it because yeah. you're in the zone, you know, and, and that was great because I believe I had the sixth fastest swim at that race. Really? I did really well at that race. Yeah, I was I was I was fifth overall. So that was a really good race for me. Um, But yeah. So back to the race that you got <clears throat> coming up. Ooh, man, I'm so excited. Uh, So. This race is not a triathlon. Okay. Um, this is called an aquathlon, or some people say aquathon, or so on and so forth. Okay, so you gotta tell me what this is, cause I'm completely <laughs> unfamiliar. Uh, Mark, have you ever oh, heard of? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds like something. Uh, you know, I don't know. Okay. So Aquaman is the first thing that comes to mind for me. So the. You're not planning for water. Yeah, <laughs> I know the aqua just it just always it throws everybody off. So, um, triathlons the full dinner plate. It's everything. It's mm -hmm. swim, bike, run. You have duathlons, which is the bike and the run. Aqua bikes, which is the swim and the bike, and then you have aquathlons, which is just the swim and the run. And I think I said previously, I the bike is my weakest leg. Okay, love swimming, mm -hmm. can run yep. all day. The mm -hmm. bike is my absolute weakest leg. Um. And so this race eliminates my weakest leg. And I've looked at some of the times, and I expect to place extremely high. I expect to place, like, I am I want top three overall, like, mm -hmm. so bad. I've only gotten top three once in my whole entire career doing triathlon. One time. You know, I've had top five twice, three times. I've had top ten a couple times. I've had top 20 a couple times but I've I've only had top three once Dude. and so yeah and so this race this it's 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 huge to me because it's like it's also my last chance to get on team USA for you know triathlon or you know aquathlon I guess and so I really want to place you know I want to get the America tri suit you know and I just love how he just casually just dropped Team yeah. USA. <laughs> like, like, let's back, right, right. Let, 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 let's back things up. So, you know, you, you're really reaching. I mean, that's that's the level that you want to get to. I think that's fantastic. So, I mean, how how did how does one go about doing that? You know what I mean? How do you go from oh, I'm doing these competitions to, you know, like you know, I'm about to just take my step my game up to the next level. I want to try out for Team USA. I mean, how do you do that? Um, well, there's the there's the obvious answer. You know, you have to you have to give yourself to the sport. You have to dedicate yourself. Mm -hmm. 
you know, some days I have hard days. Some days I just have days where I just straight up don't want to do anything. Like, I just have days where, like, I, I want to give up or I just don't, you know, I don't really want to stress myself too much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just, you have to dedicate yourself and you have to kind of believe that, you know, you can do better. Um, I, there was a philosophy, I like, there's some type of, like, philosophy I heard one time where, like, when you really want to do something and it's you know you you're passionate about it you are already in a state of claiming that said thing it is already in the cards it's already meant to be if you really 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 want it mm-hmm. and no matter what you do what what you do you're working towards that thing and i just try to keep that in my mind like i'm already a champion you know, you know, I try to I try to keep that mindset on because, you know, some days it's just, of course, doubt sets in mm-hmm. and that makes everything just much harder than it is. You know, life is already hard enough. <laughs> I mean, as we all know, life right. is already really hard and I'm already going through a lot of other struggles in my life. And so is my family. And so uh, <laughs> I try to stay positive and just yeah. just keep training, you know, because I do genuinely love to do it. So are there like trials like qualifiers that you have to do for team usa is there like you know different uh, like levels that you have to go through there was there was nationals in cleveland this year Mm -hmm. which i attended but no dice i did i did did not make was this your first time this this, yeah this is my first time at nationals okay and And what was that like (sighs) it was uh, it was simultaneously the best race <laughs> and the most terrifying and critical race I've ever had in my life. Really? I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm so used to being at an amateur-level race or a mm-hmm. rookie-level race mm-hmm. where, like, I'm flying past everybody. Sure. And, you know, I'm by myself, and you get out here, and you're dealing with every kid from across the country that has a freaking dream, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, so... No. Yeah, they they come out and they're they're amazing. I mean, like some of these kids are, I mean, like <laughs> you know they they really they really made me realize that I don't work hard enough and I don't want it hard enough. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was such a it was such like a it was such a beautiful experience because like I said before, it it put me in a place where I realized that I really love the sport mm-hmm. and that I really don't want to quit and I really want to be great and I really want to have my name there. But I have to work harder because, you know, when you (laughs) when it comes to sports, working hard is never enough. And anybody who is great at sports knows working hard is just never really working hard. What was the camaraderie like up there? I mean, were you able to meet other uh, athletes and connect with other? I mean, you say that there was a lot of competition and that was, you know, um, a little intimidating. But were you able to, uh, you know, socialize with some of the other athletes? and stuff? Um... Yeah, I I got to I got to meet a couple people. Um, I actually had a couple of people that I trained with them. I had Michael came down, mm-hmm. and then I had a I had another uh, friend of mine, George, who's trying to go to like Ironman Worlds, like long long distance. And there were a couple of really cool local triathletes that I met, and some familiar ones. And I actually got to talk to this dude named Justin Lippard. And this dude is the top amateur triathlete in the country right now. Okay. He's won a race in every single distance. Wow. Yeah. 
really really cool dude too he was the coolest guy in the world and uh that was probably a really cool takeaway from that race because I got to, you know, speak with him and talk about, you know, how he trains and, you know, hear what his experiences were. And, you know, I mean, it's like, it was, it was just great. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Now, um, let me uh, back to the race that you have coming up. Um, and what was the name of that race again? Um, it is, uh, it's the My Man... Miami man aquathlon. Okay. So how long you going to be down in Miami? Ooh, good 3 days, you know. I'm looking forward to, it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. let's go just a bit outside real no, fast. Okay, okay, okay. Are you planning any extracurricular activities mm, while you down there? Uh, you know. I ain't talking about no enchiladas or empanadas. Oh huh? my. God. <laughs> uh, where we 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 finna to find out. Any I mean everything before race you know, eh. eh. Before race, I'm just gonna be like, race, race, right? Push-ups, right? Uh, running down the street, like I'm gonna be getting ready to get in that mindset. But after the race, especially if I do excellent, oh yeah, I'm gonna go out and celebrate. It's my last race of the year. I'm gonna go hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go out and celebrate. I'm, I'm not gonna do too much, you know. So you going down there solo, or are you going down there with the team? All by myself. Oh lord. So no inhibitions, man. You just gonna let it all hang up. Yep. That's what's yep. up, man. Hey, that's what's up. Send me a postcard or something. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll uh, let you, you know. You got to go live down there, Joel. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. You don't even know. Have you ever I'm been to so Miami? I'm so excited. I have never been to Miami. I haven't either. I, I know. I know. It's like one of the places I've never been. I've just oh. never been. My, Mark, you been to Miami? I ain't never been to Florida. Are you serious? I'm a West Coast guy. Come on. I know. Okay. I, I've okay. never right, been to right, Florida. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've never been to the whole right. shebang. Yeah. It, <laughs> I've been like 11 years now, but I'm still a West Coast guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's what's up. So tell me, I mean, you've done all of these different type of races. I mean, you've, you've had quite a, a journey um, thus far. What is, well, what has been your favorite race out of everything you've ever done? <sighs> Ooh, uh, that's that's very, very hard to answer. Because <laughs> um, uh, all of them are so memorable in different ways. <laughs> so I guess I'd say one of my favorite, my absolute favorite was was this one race, um, Northeast Triathlon. It, uh, it had my favorite bike course and it it had my favorite run course, but my favorite triathlon. That's such a tough question. I'm actually struggling to answer that. I know what my favorite course was, but ooh. What's your favorite course? My my favorite course was Northeast. Had what? one of the most difficult bike courses ever. Northeast up here in Maryland. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And what part of North Northeast? Was it like uh, <laughs> just up up in like the Elton? Oh yeah, yeah, type just area. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's literally like like it's literally in just Northeast Maryland, like okay. the the town. Yeah, I'm just okay. Like, Northeast Maryland. Yeah. Oh, Northeast is Northeast. Oh yeah. Town? Oh yeah, yeah. A town called Northeast. Maryland. Oh oh shit, man! I'm yeah. just, how well, how close is that? It's What's like it Elton and all that. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I always thought Northeast was just yeah, like you, you the hit area. the nail right on the head. I don't like spend too much time up there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you have any other courses um, around around town that that you like? 
Mmm, you know, I do have one, I do have one race that by far was like, I'd say by far was uh, my favorite, favorite race, and that was, um, that was St. Mary's Triathlon, uh, <laughs> also, um, this is also where they held Maryland Regionals, and, uh, yeah, this, this race is awesome. I mean, like, it has an awesome swim. It has an awesome bike course. Very flat, just a straight oval. And then a good run course. And actually, the first year I did this race, mm -hmm. they had jellyfish in the water. So I swam through, like, yeah. Did you get stung? Uh, <laughs> Shit. I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you know, it was, uh, yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, I got stung. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. So, you... You're in the water, you're racing, you're swimming, you're getting stung, and did you have to do another part after the water? I mean, yeah, I mean... I, you just, you, you power through that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> you don't, you don't think about it, like, <clears throat> like, when I was in the water, I was, like, screaming, like, I was screaming out loud, and I was screaming internally. Oh, yeah, the guy, the guy that was next to me in the swim, he heard it, he was like... Are you screaming? I was like, like yeah, I was, I was, I was dead. I was screaming in that water, dead, like dead serious. And um, you know, but another another story about persevering through the through the struggles of triathlon. But um, yeah, that that race is by far my favorite. It's just it's it's just such a perfect race. It's it's one of the the better courses I've been on, and I mean I've I've had pretty good memories at that course. It's a good course. Take it. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take one more break. When we come back, we're going to wrap this thing up with the <laughs> Iron Man right here, Kanye Walker. <laughs> yeah. So, y'all, don't go nowhere. Just a bit outside. <laughs> Your mom's watching. <laughs> yeah, she already told me she's gonna watch. <laughs> I already knew about her. She's like, oh my god, you're doing it! Because, <laughs> you know, like, she, she doesn't want me to do it. And I just suck at, like, communicating. Because <laughs> life's been hectic lately. Yeah. But she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna watch. She's gonna go live streaming. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> like uh, yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, when we come back, we'll just, you know, wrap things up pretty quickly. Um, we'll do that uh, Just a Bit Outside, Faith Five. So tell us some of your favorite athletes. I'm poor. I might only name, like, three or four. That's all good. <laughs> you just give us what you got. Mm -hmm. And then um, we'll talk, um, we'll give people, uh, can tell people how they can follow you. And, you know. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Usually. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Just a bit outside. Keisha, Mark, Kain in the building. Man, chopping it up, talking about athletes, talking about biking, running, swimming, getting it in. Uh, wow, you've talked about your awesome journey. We've talked about everything <laughs> that you've been doing, everything that you've got on the horizon. 
And now it's time for one of my favorite parts of the interview, Just a Bit Outside, Fave 5, where we give our guests um, a topic and they give us, you know, their favorites on the topic. And since we have a, you know, an Ironman, uh, a, a multi-sport athlete up in the building, I thought it was only fitting, you know, give us a few of your, your favorite athletes and, and, and why you like them or love them. Um, okay. <laughs> So, I, I I don't really follow too many athletes. I tend to tend to focus a lot on um, on what I'm doing, but there's a couple that I really do like. Um, I know there's uh, there's this one really really there's two excellent distance runners that I think are really amazing. There's um, Kennedy Sebekio. He's a Kenyan runner. Mm-hmm. You know they're known for being some of the fastest best runners in the world. I mean like. Excellent people. They run everywhere. And you hear about that guy that just did the uh, the record? That's the marathon that's in under two hours. I forget his oh, name. Oh yeah, that's a uh, Iliud uh, Kipchoge. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, he's he's awesome too. I I haven't really followed him too much, but he he is also an amazing amazing athlete. Of course, I mean he just did under two hours in a marathon. I mean, Insane. ridiculousness. Right, right. But, but back to your favorite. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Can it? Can any say Becky? Oh, yeah, he. I mean, he holds some ridiculous records. He's just, you know, he's he's like a great, he's just a great humble distance runner to follow. Uh, there's another guy from Ethiopia. I can't quite remember his name, but he he retired a while back. But he's also an excellent distance runner. His name is like, his name is like something with an H. <laughs> okay. I feel bad not remembering him, but. Um, then there's Mo Farah from Great Britain, <coughs> mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. excellent distance runner. Yes. He's known for like going, uh, finishing a race and going like this. Yes, yes, and it's, yes. It's kind of like a heart, but it's also an M. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so those are those are the people as far as runners. There's also uh, Alistair Brownlee, who I mentioned earlier, which was the guy that my dad saw that you know made him come to me for triathlon and you know yeah I mean of course that dude is my freaking inspiration I mean that guy I mean amazing athlete in himself he has a brother known as Jonathan Brownlee and they they both compete and he's he's since moved to long course okay which is unfortunate because you know he was an excellent short course athlete but great guy and if I can think of one more person I would have to say this dude that I met recently at nationals this freaking Justin Libra dude. Awesome guy. Great guy, chill dude, and really dedicated to what he does. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like it. What you think, Mark? Sounds good to me. All right. <laughs> so, listen, um, and I got to tell you, thank you so much for coming through your busy, hectic schedule, man, to come through and chop it up with us, man, especially to come talk, not sports, just sports, but pizza. Yeah, that's the highlight of my night. I'm oh, saying I'll be going off of that all night. Yeah, <laughs> guy, you can't leave out pizza. Pizza's love. Now, listen, uh, for all of our outsiders who are watching who may want to follow you or, you know, watch your progress or see what you're up to from time to time, please let us know what's your social media. How can people uh, stalk you after <laughs> the show? Uh, Okay, so i i have an instagram which is what i'm mainly on now and my instagram is king kai kai being k-a-i underscore 96 that's my that's my main joint um i went cold turkey on there for a while but i'm starting to get back on (laughs) uh then there's facebook i 
do get on Facebook from time to time. And uh, my Facebook is K-A-Y-I-N Walker. Just just my name flat out. Nothing flashy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's my Strava, which is also just K-A-Y-I-N Strava. Walker. Are you familiar with that, Mark? <laughs> Man, no. we, I think we about to show our age. In oh, this my God. What is Strava? Okay, so Strava is an app where you post, like, your workouts and stuff, and you just kind of compete oh, really? with other people on that app. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for, for my people who are athletic out here and do do compete, mm-hmm. you know. I go on there, I post my workouts, I just post my workout today, you know, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Dig it. I was uh, Kara and uh, her mom uh, that we had on before. I wonder if they're on there, too. I don't know, but I, I can tell you somebody who probably is, um, Nikki Conley. She just actually did a, uh, she's a bodybuilder that we had on the show uh, a couple months ago. She just did a competition, actually. I'll show you some pictures offline. That shit was insane, boy. <laughs> like, cool. uh, another, you know, goddess amongst women. Yeah, this shit is just insane. Well, Kai, my man, thank you so much for coming through and chopping it up with us. Oh, yeah, After yeah. you do your competition, man, and down in Miami, you gotta come back and let us know all about it. Yo, pizza on me. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. All right, that's what's up, man. Hey, shit tight for a quick second. Hey, Mark, let's go just about outside of the world of triathletes, of uh, gods, and we're just going to go back down on the gridiron. There's a Monday night football game tonight. We have, where are they? God, the Lions, Lions the at the Packers. Really quickly, the game's just underway. What are you looking for? What kind of outcome? What's the keys, man? What's going on? I don't know, because, you know, the Lions are the Lions. Yeah. But the Packers have been so up and down this year. I feel like everybody is, but I, I, I think I actually picked the Lions on the uh, pick them. Did you really? I think so. I think I, I was going for the underdog there. You got a score for that? Uh, what was it? 13-27? Something like that? 13-27. to Okay. When you're going to go balls to the wall, might as well. Just, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's <laughs> up. But I'm going to tell you why just in, the, in a quick second. But um, what? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I um, I think I believe I went with Green Bay on the uh, on on the pick. I mean, uh, Lions Packers isn't that a divisional game? So that yep. those are always you know fun games and close games. Um, what I really liked, I'm really liking the play of Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh, he, you know, he's he finds a way to get it done. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of you know like marquee kind of help. But, um, you know, they've been managing the game really well. And, you know, I just like what, what the Packers are doing. Uh, the Lions have a few injuries um, that they've been kind of working through. And, uh, you know, Matthew, Matthew Stafford, I just I always say that he's just one of the most unfortunate quarterbacks <laughs> to come through the game. I mean, honestly, man, I mean, yeah. cause that guy is just, you know, had a, is, is very talented, can really sling the rock, you know what I mean, throw the ball. And, you know, outside of Calvin Johnson, Megatron, who's been gone for a really long time, like they've really been struggling to find out, you know, find that offensive identity, I feel like, yeah. um, in, in, in the NFC. So, you know, he's just, it's just, just a series of unfortunate events for him. I, you know, I almost wish he would go to another team. But uh, that's neither here nor there. I'm going with the Packers. Um, I like the score to be, gosh, let's see. I'll give him two touchdowns, two field goals. Let's say 20, 2013. All right. And um, Aaron Rodgers just dropped like a 66-yard bomb, so they're not going to. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. 
excuse me, Matthew Stafford oh. just dropped a 66-yard bomb. So they're uh, they're knocking on the door of Green Bay right now in the first quarter. Um, so uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna wrap this show up with uh, some of our favorite things um, <laughs> come through and the booty huff picks of the week. Uh, Mark, let's start off with well, first of all, let's let's explain that to our guests. Oh, um, we we do uh, these things called um, the, the come through pick of the week, which is you know somebody that comes through, either be a, a team, an organization, an individual, somebody does something good, you know, and then we have our booty huff picks of the week, and that's just something something bad. So uh, you know, just uh, just take a listen, and you'll kind of get a feel for uh, you know for what we what we mean by that. Mm-hmm. So, um, who's your come through pick of the uh, of the week? Come through pick. I think I'm going to go with Sam Darnold. Really? Okay. New York Jets. Oh yes. Comes yes. back from injury. Yes. Jets haven't won a damn game yet, <laughs> and they put the beat down on the Cowboys. Which well, okay, they put the beat down for like three quarters. Cowboys did come back. Yeah. Very controversial call where a a touchdown got called back, and I think the league, uh, the former head of officiating, said like you know it should have uh, the penalty should not have been called. Um, So of course people are gonna say oh the Cowboys should have won, but (laughs) final score Jets won. Sam Darnold did the damn thing and and brought him back. Okay, hey that's decent. That's decent. And you know I did not. I I chose Dallas to win, and I think about ninety five percent of America did. did. As well, so that was quite surprising, and that's a that's a pretty decent come through. Um, my come through is 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 a little, uh, I guess, a little bit outside. It is actually the country of Iran. Okay, and and this is why I'm going with the country of Iran. Iran women were allowed. They attended their first soccer match in 40 years. I heard years. about that. You yeah. know what I mean? And to me, that is huge because they hadn't been able to. Um, they had been restricted for, I guess, you know, um, you know, cultural reasons. And, you know, that is a huge breakthrough. Um, you know, soccer is one of the hugest sports in the world. I mean, it's international. It goes across all, you know, borders, um, countries, and whatnot, and, you know, and it should be enjoyed by all, so, you know, I had to tip my hat off to Iran, welcome to the rest of the world, welcome to the 21st century, and, uh, you know, ladies, you go, girl, enjoy that, enjoy those football matches, as they would say over there. Um, All right, so I have, okay, so I'm going to go again, because (laughs) this next one is a a come through and a booty huff all wrapped in one. How's that work? Okay. Okay. Now <laughs> we all know how well everybody might not know, but the the St. Louis Cardinals, they just advanced to the division series with a hellified game five against the Atlanta Braves. I mean, these guys scored 10 runs in the first inning. It was over before the damn game even begun. St. Louis was hyped because I guess they were kind of like the underdogs of the series and whatnot, so they advanced to the championship um, championship round. Yeah. Okay? So, we are on the St. Louis Cardinals. We're all in the locker room. We hype. We popping bottles. We cheering and everything like that. And... <laughs> Manager Mike Sh- Mike Shield, okay, real cool guy, and and this is he does an epic, okay, he does an epic speech in the locker room, okay, and this is the come through, 
Okay, and I, I it was so epic that I, I got this thing here, okay? So, and I quote, now this is Mike Schill, okay? <laughs> the Braves wanted to start some shit. We finished the shit, okay? <laughs> this is what he says in the, in, in the video. And then he says, and that's how we roll. No one fucks with us ever. Now, I don't give a fuck who we play. <laughs> and these are not my words. This is Mike Shields' words, okay, Mom? Um, okay? We're going to fuck them up. We're going to take it right to them the whole fucking way. We're going to kick their fucking ass. Okay? Damn. Epic, okay? And this dude was going off, okay? How do we all know about this speech, this epic speech that went on behind closed doors in a locker room? This is where the booty huff comes through. Outfielder. Randy, I don't even know how to say this get this guy's name because he's so insignificant. Randy R. <laughs> spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Randy Arozarena. Okay, this outfielder. Okay. Now, mind you, this guy made three appearances in the whole entire series. Live streamed the live streamed the speech from the locker room. Damn. Right. That shit was all over social media. It went viral. Like, yo, that is something that you do not do. Like, this idiot who is an absolute nobody. Like I said, I can't even pronounce his name. I've never even heard of this guy before. He made three appearances in the in the whole series. Is live streaming his coach's expletive, like, like just it was just flourished all over the place all over social media of course he got in trouble the ding dang manager had to issue an apology like dude royally fucked up in my eyes i mean is, is that not crazy so wait are you telling me that there's people in sports that curse <laughs> i am shell-shocked here no, I mean, we all know, but to actually see that live, I mean, it, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Who goes live in the locker room? That's a big no-no, you dumbass, and you jerk. <laughs> like, seriously, like, oh, my God, it, it was crazy. And like I said, the man, the man had to issue an apology after that. Like, it, it was nuts. I know they got a serious gag order on this Bama for the championship series. Yo, dude, booty huff. There you go. What you got? Uh... Sticking in the NFL, I'm going to go uh, Cleveland Browns. Like, you know, they, yeah. they they ripped up the Ravens' ass a couple weeks ago. And uh, they haven't done anything since. Uh, I forget who they played that Monday night after it. But then yesterday, they went up, like, what, 21 nothing over yep. on the Seahawks? Yep. And I was like, damn. And how they'd still lose that game. Yep, gave it Let all the up. the Seahawks come back. Gave it, it, it right was in up. Seattle. Mm. Uh, which, I mean, you kind of hope. Cleveland beat them because then it, it gives the the Ravens a little uh, look at who the Seahawks really were. I don't like that look at the Seahawks now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be ready to roll next week. Uh, all right. Well, then there you have it. I got one more. Uh, what? What's up? Uh, any WTFs? Um, you got one? Yeah. What? I, I I know you heard about this one. What's it? A couple weeks back, uh, you know, it's NCAA basketball time coming up. And they all do their midnight madness or late night <laughs> I programs. Did not hear this one. Okay. And uh, and they become big events now. So the University of Kansas, who do they have? <gasps> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Who do they have come to perform for 
the students and everyone that attends this late night practice session. Snoop, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> now, apparently, before they decided to put Snoop last, knowing what kind of performer he is, and they told him, you know, it's a, still a family environment, no cursing, no <laughs> drug references, no sexy actions. Of course, he's got go-go dancers up on stage with him, sliding down the pole. <laughs> he's cursing. <laughs> I uh, heard there was like some fake money guns yeah, shooting out yeah, fake $100 gun, bills. Fake so of course, like, riots and shit. Kansas is now apologizing <laughs> for what happened. It's like, you invited Snoop Dogg. Right. What were you expecting? And that's, I think that's exactly what he said. I said, you bring Snoop Dogg to the show, Snoop Dogg going to bring the show. And my man ain't hold no punches. I thought that shit was hilarious, <laughs> though, of all places in Kansas. Right? <laughs> that hilarious. I know they were. They were losing it. They were shitting in their drawers. <laughs> hey, I got one last kind of like WTF. Yo, China, what the fuck's going on with you in the in the NBA? I have no idea. But you know what? We're going to save that for our next show in two weeks because the NBA starting on the 22nd, and we got a whole lot to talk about. You guys, thank you so much for coming out tonight. My man, Kain, thank you for coming through. Yeah. Love you, baby, man. That uh-huh. shit was awesome. Mark, you know how we end the show? Baltimore, spread love, yo. Hey, China, get your shit together. (laughs) We out of here. Just a bit outside.